To the All Things Them Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to the All Things Them Podcast, a radio program that is designed to educate, inform, and impact teenagers, their parents, and their teachers in every way. My name is Akitunde Ido. Listen, I'm so glad that you're here, and always so glad that you're here. On this podcast, we will talk about hot button topics that are important to you hopefully and they should be important to you we also bring engaging guests with compelling stories which will challenge you encourage you inform you and the people in your life in a tremendous way this is a great show and we're going to have a great time in that case let's get party started Hi, welcome to today's episode of the All Things Then podcast. And my name is Akitunde Ido. And with me is my very good friend, you know. Um, let me not speak here, but, you know, I'll just say it anyways. You know, they call her Igiwe, Bugwemo. You know, she's very brilliant. Um, I mean, fascinating mind and. Um, um, yeah, I, she's also my academic mentor, you know, and I really look up to her, you know, in a lot of things. Um, but, you know, enough of Famsin, um, I'll just get right to it, you know. Uh, um, welcome to me. So can you introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, guys. Um, my name is Tommy C. And all the good stuff I can have said, Omo. <laughs> I feel like he's talking about another person, but... You know, I'm really grateful to God anyway. My name is Tommy Singh, and um, I'm a graduate of Obafemiolo University. I graduated from the Faculty of Law. I guess that's enough introduction for now, right? Yep. Yeah, that works. That works. Thank you okay. very much. Um, um, Tommy Singh and I were colleagues in the university and also at the law school right now. And, um, you know, she's um, very interesting because... Um, number one, we went to the same school together and while on our convocation day, I had to sit down, you know, and clap. Tommy Singh was receiving all the awards and I was just wondering what my mom would be thinking at home. Is it the same school fees <laughs> we paid for you? You know, that, you know, Tommy Singh's parents also paid for her, but anyways, you know, that's life, I guess, um. You know that somebody actually sent me a message saying this as well. Really? Like my, my mother just kept on talking about it. Actually, Wow, wow, wow. I guess um, yeah, that would be one of the things we'll be talking about today. So I just I just wanted to just give us a rundown of um, what we're saying is, you know, as a person, you know, what you do, you know, um, what you intend to, your ambitions and all that just so we can have a, a background to the whole conversation. Okay, that's fine. So, um, as, I, as I said earlier, my name is Tomisi, and, um, well, I'm a law graduate, means that I'm interested in being a lawyer. I really want to be a lawyer, but just like many people, 
of my uh, age and generation, a lot of us now want to do like the conventional law that everybody knows that's the one that requires you to go to court, argue on someone's case and all of that. Instead, I'm interested in being an IP lawyer and um, well, the last few months has, has taught me that I want to be um, an IP lawyer for startups. So, for example, I'm really interested in um, assessing the intellectual property rights and assets of um, startups and helping them to draft out strategy for management, commercialization, and exploitation. So, well, that's what I've been up to. And as Aki mentioned, I'm, I'm in the law school at the moment. And um, to be honest, I mean, <laughs> at this point, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about law school because we spent like a long, long, long time doing this because of COVID and let's say mismanagement of time and all of that. But yes, um, I'm looking to finish law school as soon as possible and then you know, begin to take active steps towards being active steps towards being um, an IP lawyer, as I mentioned earlier. Okay, thank you very much, Tomisi. Anyways, um, Tomisi is a very humble person, so she tries as much as possible to run away from um, mentioning our academic achievements, uh, which is something that you know I think is very necessary, you know, to state in this kind of um, conversation, right? So I. I have an idea as to, you know, what she's, she's achieved academically, but I would like her to, you know, state, you know, achievements, you know, so that, you know, we can know that, yeah, you know, she's not just, um, um, just a friend, but also somebody who has um, sort of an authority to also speak on issues like this, you know, so Tommy Singh, can you go ahead and just give us, you know, um, yeah, some contest as, as to the qualifications you, you've you achieved, you know. Aki, did you say authority? <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, <laughs> yeah, my name to be honest, I mean, I don't like talking about it, and people have said it's imposter syndrome, but, well, well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I left, okay, so I have a story I want to share on this one. Okay. So I left, um, I graduated from OAU. I made best graduation center for my faculty and I got 13 of 22 awards. Yeah, boy. But, but, <laughs> but do you know that if you look at it, actually, it's just a little over 50%. I mean, it's, if you actually look at it, it's not like a big deal. But let me talk about my story. Yeah. So when I got to the, um, when I got to the faculty to get my, graduation gown, my convocation gown, and then the booklet. To be honest, I told, I, when I left home, I told my father that maybe six, seven awards, because I've tried to, like, do calculation in my head, dig wow. it. I was excited, though, but I'm like, six, seven, let's see that. Because, I mean, you know, my class is a very competitive one, and I'm like, yeah. it's, it's most like spread across, across board. True. And so, when I got to the faculty, first thing, Bambi and Ifoma, they just came, they just hugged me and they were screaming, Tommy, see them. I'm like, okay, what's, what's up? up <laughs> what's up? <laughs> so I went to the faculty. I was trying to contain my excitement because, bro, I'm on the shower and the class, because our class were at the basement, the class, I'm like, oh my God, something good. I was like, maybe more than seven. So I went, to the, I went upstairs and then I got my booklet and then I went to the back of the faculty where nobody would see me to count. Bro, I like, 
that. I'm like, no. No, I'm in here for But to be honest, I was excited. And I'm like, do you know, you know the funny thing, yeah? A lot of people are like, oh my God, Tomisin deserves it. And I'm like, what do you mean Tomisin deserves Because to be yeah, honest, there were, there were some points in uni where I thought like, oh my God, I'm not even doing half of what I'm supposed to do. I'm not even working as hard as I'm supposed to. I don't know if we're going to get there, but I, I have some regrets about uni. But okay. I, I guess we'll get there, right? Yeah, we will. We will. Okay, great. Let me just stop here. All right. Thank you so much, Tomisin. Wow. I'm enjoying this already. Okay. Me too. <laughs> All right. Did you set out to make a first class from day one? To be honest, no, I didn't. Wow. Okay. I didn't. I mean, when I, when I got in first year, my father would just always say, do your best. Okay. My father would say that, okay. it, it quotes this Bible passage. Funny how I didn't remember the exact, but he says that. The Bible says that whatever your aunt finds to do, do it well because the grave where you go you will not be able to do that mm, so mm. i mean i always took that with me that and i always tell myself even till now that if i fail at something it won't be because i didn't do my best yeah it will be because of other other factors and it mm. won't be me i always tell myself that and i think that that helped a lot in uni so i only began to say okay i could actually make a first class in 300 level when I made my first 5.0, I'm like, bro, we are sitting this deal, man. Wow. <laughs> we are sitting this deal. Because Whoosh. I mean, my, my, my level. My three level. Yes, actually, in them, three level, first semester. No, second semester, actually. My three level result was great. So I was like, oh, we could actually do this. But when I concluded that I was going to be BGS, was part four, second semester. When I made 4.75, the only B I had was in land law. I'm like, and then I was already comfortably in 4.6 something, I think 4.67. I'm like, you can't tell me nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You can't tell me nothing. (laughs) But yeah, thank God for everything anyway. Wow, that is is so good. That is so good. Okay, but, but let's start with this anyways. So... You're more like um, the library person. You read a lot. I, I believe you read a lot because I, at least I'm aware of that. And after classes, you know, you go to the library and all that. Well, maybe other people might just go home and all that. You know, how did you get to deal with um, distractions? And um, let me say the follow me syndrome. Because, of course, you had friends, right? You know, who, who you guys, you know, we're classmates and you had um, intentions of also, because um, I, I, I want to believe that, you know, every one of us who were your classmates, we also had the intentions of, you know, making great grades, you know, but something must have stood out for you. How were you able to like, you know, manage distractions or deal with it such that, you know, you, you still stayed focused and achieved your goal? So distraction. So I think that one of the gifts I have is that I'm not easily distracted actually. And I'm very, very big on time management. I think, I think those, those skills are like, um, they helped me a lot, if I want to be honest. And again, I didn't have so many friends in uni. I mean, I can literally, I think Ife is like the friend that 
we went together from under level to the end and just a few friends by the side like you know my my male friends but apart from that i didn't have so many friends and again because of the clique i found myself in everybody's like busy studying i mean dotun yourself everybody's like in the library at some point i mean admittedly i spent a lot more time in the library than other people but i mean it was because my my friends the people that i was moving with they're not people who they're not people who um do all these social activities that required us to spend so much time do get like yes, people organized parties or all of that no everybody was serious doing their own stuff so i mean it, it was hard it was hard to even get so distracted and the few distractions that were my self restraint actually worked because i mean there were t- times when my friend would be like "Tommy, let's go this way and i'm like nah i have um i have something to do and most times it's not like i have something we're able to do it's just to go to the library i get you, do you get? I get and you. also um i also think that the ability to um ignore naysayers was actually something that helped a lot because i know that there were times when the ability to do what ignore naysayers okay, like people okay. were always jesting okay. yes Yes. So, I mean, there were times where we're maybe coming from odd, odd one, and then I'll just go up to the library and then people be like, hmm, tell me something. Hmm, tell me. And, you know, there were times when I felt bad, like, ah, everybody, you know how when they start shouting, like, it just spread, and then it was like, tell me something, tell me something. You're going to the library again. Tell me, you know that kind of stuff now. Yeah, it, became the, it becomes a household name. Exactly. So, I mean, but then, thankfully, none, none of that actually distracted me. Plus, I had friends in the library again. There were no law students. Wow. The chemical engineering students. And I mean, I really like those guys. So going to the library was an opportunity to see them and talk to them. And you know the funny thing is, all of them made first class as well. <laughs> wow. Very fascinating. Wow. That is. So now, what you're driving at is that, you know, the company you keep is very important, right? In helping you achieve, you know, your academic goals correct yes absolutely yes okay now Tomisin, you mentioned the fact that like you participated very less you know in um extracurricular activities you know such as you know partying you know social events and all that you know did you have any regrets about that and you know would you say it's very impossible to be academically excellent as well as you know um balanced in other areas do you get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And I think that this is a tricky question. So okay. I'm just going to answer it from a personal perspective. Yeah. All right. So um, I think one of the regrets I have about uni is that I, I wasn't as social. Do you get? Okay. Um, I, didn't, I didn't make too many friends. I didn't attend. I didn't even attend any event at all. <laughs> wow. I didn't attend any wow. events, to be honest. And uh, maybe again, because of my person, I'm an indoor person. I really do not like to go out. Okay. But then, I mean, looking back, I don't think I was much at a, at a disadvantage. Do you get? Yeah, yeah. Because when I started, when I started to work in the gap year, I mean, the organization I worked that really helped me to bridge that gap. I mean, mm. I would have been a socially awkward person, but I worked in an organization that required me to meet and mix with people. Wow. So, wow. I mean, it was so easy to blend in. Now, I think that I can do well at any social event. You must, have, you must have even noticed that I'm, I'm more confident. Yes, I, I actually noticed that, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the organization I worked at actually helped me, you know. 
And again, I, I also believe that you cannot eat your cake and have it, to be honest. So, um, for example, you cannot walk, you cannot want to go to all the parties and expect that you would also have enough time to study because me, I don't, I don't believe that somebody has a genius brain or something. You must work for it. Mm. So, so you cannot tell me that you spend two hours when I spend two hours at the library and we get the same grade. Could it work? Because, I mean, wow. being a genius sometimes requires a lot of consistency underneath. Do you understand? Yeah. So, there was no way that I could have, I could have balanced. No, so, I don't want to say there's no way I could have balanced both, but there's no way that I could have attended more social events than I did and maybe got there with the grade that I didn't. I didn't graduate with. Do you get? I, yes, I, I feel like I feel like it'd, it'd be it'd be a challenge to eat your cake and have it. Now, putting it in a broader context, um, some of our classmates were social; they were doing other things, but they still made first class. Again, hmm. so I think that it boils down to knowing yourself. Okay. Okay. It boils down to knowing yourself. So I'm somebody that I need to like read stuff a lot of times. Okay. To to be very confident about it. Okay. Do you get? Yeah. So, I mean, that means that I have to spend more time studying. Okay. Okay. That's one. Okay. Two, um, I also, like, engage in some other things. No, I was running IP stream in school. Yeah. So, I had to, like, pick up on IP, um, create content. So, it was my own side thing. So, it meant that I, there was a reduction in the amount of time I had to do other things. Sure. But then, yes, I, I, I think that Last, last, you have to understand yourself and you also have to know um, what works for you. Because again, you have to avoid that follow me trend. See, mm. if you don't follow your friend to a party today, you can always apologize tomorrow. I mean, wow. I've, always, I've, I've had to apologize to Fair a couple of, um, couple of instances for not maybe hanging out with her or something. Do you get? Yeah. But, oh, what can no play? Miss Jackie Doughboy, I beg. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Wow. So, um, okay, let's, um, well, I, I want to delve a bit into, you know, um, maybe what I would call your spiritual life, because um, that is um, one area that is always emphasized in, in schools, right? You get into secondary schools, you get into tertiary institutions, they tell you that you really need God, you really need to, you know, activate your spiritual growth and all that. And, you know, um, I think the, the, um, the give and take there is that when you um, activate the spiritual hemisphere of your life, you tend to um, not give the best academically. Is that absolutely correct? Or is it still very possible to, you know, be the um, all the time um, church person, you know, you go for midweek service as well as, you know, the Sunday service and participate in, you know, other activities as well as, you know, also, you know, being academically vibrant. So just give us some 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 stuff about hmm. oh, let's just people not come for me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is again wisdom is profitable to direct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When I was in uni, me personally, I wasn't I wasn't hundred percent into church. Okay. But I think that there's a fine line between being into church and being close to God. Hmm. So, 
I mean, I took my prayer life really seriously. In fact, I think that there were a couple of times when I went to White Wall to pray personally, times when I prayed at the basketball court of my hostel personally, times when I did tongues trolling to gate personally. But I would not attend a prayer meeting a day to my exam if I'm sure that I've not read completely, if I'm not confident yet. I would not. I'm sorry. Wow. I would not stay in church till to, till noon if I had exam next day and I, I'm not conf- I was not confident about my ability. I won't. So as I said earlier, wisdom is profitable to direct. To be honest, because I, I think that even the Bible says that faith without work is dead. Yeah. You cannot you cannot not be studying or you cannot. You cannot be skipping study time and expect that God to just come for you, come to help you during the exam. It doesn't work like that. You have to apply your own effort, to be honest. So if you have to skip one or two church services, the church will always be there. If you have to skip one or two service, services to study, to make up your knowledge, please do it. I mean, the church will always be there. So, for example, I'm in the law school now. And I'm supposed to, I think law school resumes on the fourth. Yeah. I'm planning to travel on the second, actually, because, I mean, that's the only um, day that looks feasible okay. when I wanted to plan. Okay. So, um, but in my church, there's a camp program from the 30th, 31st, and then morning of the 1st. Okay. And then I just told my daddy that I'm not going. I only come on the night of the 31st. It's not like I have exam soon, but I need to be mentally prepared prepared for law school as I yeah. travel back. Yeah. So I'm skipping that. I mean, God willing, I'm going to see very many, many more New Year's. And I mean, I'm going to attend very many more camps if mm-hmm. God, if God permit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what, that's what people miss out. You don't have to carry church on your head. To, because I mean the main reason why you're even in school in the first place, why you're even attending that fellowship in the first place is because you're in that school. Yeah, yeah. If you're not doing well in that school and then they send you out, how will you be attending the fellowship? Mm. So wow. I mean, wisdom is profitable to direct. To be honest. Wow, wow, that is so. Understanding the purpose of why you're studying, you know, is is the primary reason, you know, above every other thing. Correct. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, so I just want to chip in one more thing. Sorry. Please go ahead. Please go ahead. So uh, I'm also, as I said, I'm very big on time management. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's say, for example, I have a post as the president of the church. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be times when I'll be unreachable. I'm sorry. But I mean, academics comes first. So, for example, if you, if I have to stay in church till, let's say, 4 p.m. on a Sunday, okay. just know that throughout the week, I'll be unreachable. Wow. Because, wow. yes, you have to manage your time or you have to cut down totally on social events. You have to cut down sleep. Do you understand? If yes, you are, if you are, if you are giving, okay. So in, in this law school now, there's sometimes when I have to create content for IP stream. I cut down my sleep and not my reading time. My reading time can never suffer. Wow. I cut down on other things. Do you get? So maybe time I'm supposed to go and eat, when I'm, when I'm going out to eat at the cafeteria, what I do is I, I create content while I'm eating. Wow. I would rather inconvenience myself in other aspects than cut down on my reading time. Do you get? Yeah. But then, I mean, again, it, it depends on you. There's no, there's no, there's nothing cast in stone. It depends on you. It depends on you. But I think that the general rule 
is that you cannot you cannot eat your cake and have it. Yeah. And you cannot report it on so. Mm, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, who missing is a pastor's daughter. Who am I not to follow her instruction? <laughs> ah, please oh. <laughs> anyways thank you for that thank you for that but um i i think um when we are you know talking to teenagers like this um it's not only um themselves that need to listen to stuff like this because um you know parents also because now i think your parents or your dad is very understanding he understands what you want to achieve and understands the sacrifice you need to make to achieve that and so he's able to give you the um, the freedom to make um, you know certain decisions that though they are not comfortable with um, maybe his plan or agenda but you know um, works for you and and he sees the greater good in everything so what message would you give to parents and um, maybe um, teachers out there who are listening to this and are like okay you know um, how can I help this young man or help this young lady? Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I do. Um, so this is dicey, to be honest, because I've never been a parent. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god! But I think that um, the first thing is that maybe not try not to force your child or ward to do something or to choose a particular career, because I mm. think that something that has guided me all this while is my passion for what I'm doing. Wow. Because I'm very interested in studying law or I'm very interested in doing IP, I'm putting like all of my strength into it. Do you get? Yeah. I don't think he would be the same if I was doing medicine. Do you understand? understand. So I think that interest is key. I think interest is key. Also, um, as much as possible, I think that parents should also try to encourage their kids. So my mom used to do something. She, when she would be like, oh yeah, it's time to go to my younger siblings anyway. But she did that to me when I was younger too. Before okay. I, I grew the real power to do, to do stuff and, and you know, focus myself. Okay. She would say, okay, so it's time to read. She's like, anybody who reads for one hour, I'm going to buy you this. If you wait for two hours, I'm going to buy you this. And she's wow. going to assess that you actually wait for two hours. So it was an incentive wow. for us to study. Yes, it was an incentive for us to study. Also, for people who, you know, it's very, um, it's not, it's not very, it's not unusual to see teens misbehave. I mean, I have like teenagers who are my siblings and it's very, very easy. It's very, I think they, they even drive joy from misbehaving, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I know that when when um, I, I, I formally told my siblings that I made the first class, my brother was very disinterested. It was like, uh, hey, what? what's my business? But <laughs> 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 like, so that's your life. It's not mine. So I think that, um, and I'm, I'm really actually grateful to my parents that they didn't compare. They get mm. they didn't like oh the sister made the first class. You're not reading. She's always reading. You know that kind of stuff. They didn't yeah. do that. I think. Also recognize the strength, the strength of your child. Of each child. Yes, recognize the strength of this child because there is no child, trust me, that enjoys being compared to another child. Even mm. me, I don't like it exactly because mm. I have my weaknesses as well. But I do not yeah. like it when they compare me to my siblings. So I, I think that that's one. But I think that key, the key thing my mom does that I think has helped is that incentive thing. 
anyway, so this gist here, when I was when I was in uni, my father said, Oh, um, if you got it for my I think two hundred level, two hundred level. If you got it with the first class, I'm going to buy you an iPad. Okay. You know, this makes sense. You know, <laughs> and I, it was an incentive to be honest, because all my life I've always wanted an iPad or at least a Samsung tablet. <laughs> wow. I think that is is more of sentiment. Do you get that need? You. But I've actually always wanted it. So to, to to a large extent, that actually influenced. Even though it's a very um in a very minute percentage, but it influenced um the dedication the I had. Yes, because I really really wanted an iPad, bro. I really wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the iPad now? Our Nigerian parents, let's never oh, talk about shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow, wow. But yeah. anyway, so I occasionally tease him about it. Like you, you promised me, and I was like, "Don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to get it for you." I'm like, "When is it when I marry?" <laughs> <laughs> But yes, it actually went a long way. So even though sometimes I would grumble like he didn't buy me the iPad, I'm still thankful that he, he, he said that. Mm, mm. I, 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 yeah, because he actually helped. And I know that if things were a little different, I would have gotten the iPad. That's Do you true. get? That's exactly. True. So I mean, that, that's what matters. This is the intention that matters. Last, last. Wow. Wow. Yeah, just dropping wisdom, you know, here and I'm I've really enjoyed talking like and yeah, yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely. Okay, so Tomisin, tell me, how do you deal with stress? You know, I mean academic workload can be stressful and and you know, for a lot of teenagers Lost out there. Group chats, bro. <laughs> wow. So for a lot of teenagers out there who, you know, they are battling with a whole lot of stuff, you know, some are even depressed. Some are, you know, dealing with relationship issues. Some are, you know, parental issues. You know, some is financial issues. Just a whole lot of things that are bothering them right now. And, you know, the question then is, you know, the academics is also on the sideline, you know, also, you know, competing, you know, for their attention and all that, you know. How, how would you encourage, you know, somebody who is young out there, you know, to deal with, you know, academic stress, you know, talking from your own experience? Hmm. So from my own experience, yeah, um, the, way, the best way that I cope or deal with stress is to sleep. I, I wow. know this may sound funny. Yes, but that's what I do. In fact, I was just with my friend like some days back that I'm probably like, <laughs> I'm probably like Jonah. Like I actually sleep a lot. Wow. Because I believe that, um, um, Sleep actually makes me um, makes me mentally alert, like crazily mentally alert. So I'm 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 at the most active during the day. So it means that except there is um, except it's inevitable, I most likely would sleep very early. Mm, okay. So that yeah. I can have seven to eight hours of sleep. Yeah. And I think that it's a general thing. Everybody needs to sleep well to be at their, at their optimal. So I think that that's one. Also, um, you would even notice that if you have an headache, for example, and you sleep it off, you most likely be gone by the time you're awake, except True. you are ill, ill. True. Exactly. If you are stressed, all you have to do is sleep. 
except you are ill, like really sick, you you most likely be relieved when you wake up. And I think that that's one secret. Secondly, um, and this is no particular order anyway. I think that if you're also going through stress, I think you should talk to God. Wow. So, not in the normal, Oluwa, something, something, you know, the way <laughs> Yoruba people pray. No. Okay. So what I do, and I think it has helped my relationship with God um, to a large extent. I talk to God as if I'm talking to my dad. And wow. to provide some wow. context, I'm very close to my dad. Like, I am terribly close to my dad. Wow. So, I talk to God like, okay, God, I'm really worried about this thing, you know, and it's come to my mind like a, a couple of times. I, I really don't know what to do about it. I really need you to provide guidance. I don't talk, I don't talk to him like there is this um, inequality. Rela- I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say, but I, I talk to my friend and to, sometimes Seth, there's some things I really, I really maybe don't need to be so hard on myself about. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I'm talking to God about it, it just begins to make sense to me like, Bro, you're taking life too difficult, man. Wow. You get. And I, just, okay. I begin to see this in a whole new perspective. Or maybe that's just God's way of revealing the solution to me. Wow. Do you get? So, I mean, talking to God, I think it's even very um, therapeutic. Like, it's like you're talking to a therapist. I mean, that wow. has, that's what has worked for me. Wow. That's um, then sleep. Then um, I think journaling also helps. Okay. Journaling helps. Exactly. Just like just the same way, the same clarity of thought you get from talking to God is the same clarity of thought you get when you journal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So those three have worked for me. Wow. Thank you so much, Tomason. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um you know, this is a question that I, I don't know if you've answered a lot, you know. Um, maybe your friends have asked you, but did you have any toasters in school, whether from your secondary school or you know university days? And oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> and how were you um, to deal with that? <laughs> so I think that I, I was in um, I was in a very unique situation. Yeah. Choo, 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 choo. Tell me about it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Funny thing is, all through my university, I was a loner. I mean, you hardly see me with friends, except when we are coming from class, and then I leave them halfway to go into the library. So I didn't have any friends. I didn't meet new people. So I didn't have issue with boys. I mean, easy, yeah. I get you. Wow. So I didn't have any issues at all. I mean, I feel like so. In fact, let me give you this back um, side story, yeah. Okay. So. Um, fact, to be honest, I wasn't so bothered about it in uni, but when I left uni, I'm like, Oh my god, you know, that, 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 um, come to say that when people start to say, like, Oh, five zero, you know, and I'm like, Oh, oh I played five zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like for real though, like for real. Ah, don't miss it. But I'm like, oh, I bet I'm still young, Jerry. So, <laughs> but I mean, I, I think that a large extent it probably helped me because, but again, because I have the ability to wait up distraction fast. I, I don't, I don't think it would have been so, so much of a big deal. But yeah. Wow. Wow. 
So it was more of um, placing your priorities right. Correct. Yeah, because I also think that if I had made more friends, if I had gone out more often, it probably not be the same story. That's true. That is, that is very likely, actually. That's very likely. Wow. Thank you. Um, um, let me ask this, you know, um, and it's um, about, you know, for people because, you know, just like you said, not every one of us have the same level of comprehension, the same level of um, IQ and all that. And, and that means you definitely have some people who are still struggling to have good grades. People who are still struggling, you know, to do well academically. Now, what, what counsel would you give to people like that who they've tried their best and, yeah, there's this stigma, you know, from friends, from peers, from society, from even their teachers who, who call them maybe a ludo, you know, and just be like, hey, you don't even know anything. Is that not your, is that not your mate and, and all that, you know? So what counsel would you give to people like that that would perhaps mm-hmm. help position them, you know, to do better academically? Hmm. Or more. That one is tough. <clears throat> to be honest, I've not faced that. Okay. Yeah. But I think that what I would do, because again, I faced bullying in some other respect. Okay. So what I would do if um if I'm bullied, this is easier said than done, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> okay. What, what I would is understand is not take it so hard on myself not um, um, take it um, not take it to heart not take what people say to heart okay. because you see what I've realized in this life is that my opinion of myself is what matters the most hmm. so wow. what do I think of myself I mean I still battle with self esteem issues but one thing I've learned in the, see, since I left uni and now I've actually grown I've grown a lot wow. not I'm not talking about academically because I mean I've not done anything academic apart from law school. Do you I get? get you. Well, I think I've grown a lot mentally, emotionally, because I now realize that it's my opinion of me that matters. What what you think or say doesn't matter. So hmm. now it's not my interest. Do I want to do well? Do I want to do better in my academics? If my answer is yes, then what do I need to do? First, what is the problem? Is it that I'm not understanding? Is it that I have just, um, I do not have so much time to read? Do I need help? I think that the moment you identify the problem, it's easier to solve it. So if you need help, you can easily talk to somebody about it. And then for teachers that call people Lodo or more, I don't, I don't even think that any qualified teacher would say that, to be honest. But I mean, we're in a very weird society where anything True. goes. Yeah. So... I think a student who is being bullied by the teacher might just want to talk to um, the parents about it. Okay. And I, I even think that children do that. Because my dad has a school and I know that sometimes the parents come to say, oh, this teacher said this, this teacher said that. So talk to your parent about it to tell the teacher that you're not comfortable with the way they are referring. Because again, to a large extent, children are highly affected by what they hear. Sure. And, and it's very possible that the person just be like, oh, my teacher says I'm a load of and then the person doesn't even make any conscious effort to do anything about it. And I also think that parents have a role to play. Mm. I remember reading Ben Carson's book. Um, I really can't remember the title now. Okay. Um, 
I hope I remember before the end of the session. Okay. But then the mom, what the mom did was the mom realized that it was it was filling um a lot of courses, a lot of subjects, and it was big book. Think big. What? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't doing well. And so his mom decided to take him to the library, forced him to start reading because sometimes again, these children it might just be laziness. Mm. Because if we are being honest, it's actually hard work to read. It's yeah. hard work. So since I've been at home this past eight, nine months or more, there were days when I, I'm just like, I'm not doing anything today. I'm, I'm not reading anything. Actually, in the peak of that uncertainty, mm. do you get? Yeah. But, I mean, the thing, about, again, as I said, is hard work and consistency. And it is very difficult to build both. But when you build both or more, ah, it's a big deal, man. It's a big deal. So, I, I, I think, to be honest, though, it's a big deal. So, I think that parents can also help their kids by, just like I mentioned, incentivizing hard work. So, it can be like, because I know there, there was also a time when my, my sister said that, my sister told my brother, see, if you get, because the way they grade in their school is A plus, A, B plus, B. Okay. It's like, if you get A plus as your final grade this term, I'm going to get you this. Do you know what? My brother moved from B to A plus. Wow. Just by exactly. that incentive. Just by that. And she actually gave him what she promised. Wow. I hope our parents are listening and, and you know they can take initiative from this council. You know. I just hope so. Yeah. Anyways, um Tomisin, as we round off this interview, I want you to tell me what were the challenges you encountered in school and um specifically you know, one of the things I, I could see from your story is that it seems um, you were not so bothered about many things, especially maybe like finances, you know. How, how would you say your parents, you know, provided enough support to keep you away from worrying in that area? Because one of the challenges that, you know, students would face is having to juggle, you know, um, studying as well as having to worry about what to eat because the means is not there. Now they have to take up maybe like a business or a side also just to, you know, make up for that, you know, um, deficiency, you know, uh, or maybe not necessarily a deficiency, but for that area that is, is not forthcoming, right? So um, what were the challenges you faced? And, you know, would you say that, you know, that was an area for you that like, it was really, um, it was really easy for you, the financial area? So... I think that you have a wrong opinion of um <laughs> of me in uni okay. because to a large extent um I lived from allowance to allowance. I mean, so you know when working class people say that they live from paycheck to paycheck, it means mm -hmm. that they usually exhaust their paycheck before the next one comes here. Okay. So you know. Um, I, I keep telling people, well, not, I, I mean, I've not talked to other people about this, but one thing I keep saying is that when I wrote commercial law, second semester, yeah. I remember that it was a 4 p.m. exam. And I wrote that exam madly hungry. I'm not even joking. I was so broke. I've not eaten anything. I, didn't, I don't even think, I, I didn't take dinner the night before the exam. And the exam was 4 p.m. And I didn't have any money at all and i was not even done reading so i had to complete the last topic on that day and i remember sending a text to ife asking ife to help me 
buy biscuits if she could afford it so that I could eat something before writing the exam. When if I bought the biscuits, uh, it turns out that a couple of our classmates wanted some. So I ended up getting just like one, you know, one, do they call it slice <laughs> of biscuit? Like just one, yeah, one out of it, of it. Yeah. or more. I was so, my mind, I was so hungry, yeah. like, what are these guys doing? Like, I asked somebody to bring this phone because I'm hungry. So they don't, they don't understand what's going on in the background. Bro, <laughs> it, means, it means that I wrote the exam really hungry. Like, I mean, I was so dizzy. Wow. But guess what? I got I got the award for the best student in commercial law. Wow. I mean, I got four, actually, for commercial law. Wow. It's 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 so crazy because people think you have to you have to have everything going on fine for you to do well. No, I think that is determination, grit. Mm. Plus, it was just that day that I was madly hungry all through the semesters. It was not like I was hungry all through the semesters. So, I mean, what were you doing all through the semesters? That like, you not say because you didn't have money that day, or you not do well. Mm. Do you get my point? I get you. I get you. Exactly. Exactly. And I also remember that um, in 200 level, I was almost, in 200 level, I, okay, actually, this one is partly my fault. I didn't get accommodation on time. Okay. Because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to have told my uncle about it, but I didn't, and I didn't get accommodation. So I had to go and scout my friend in 200 level first semester. Okay. So, um, but the hostel warden, in, in maintenance, she was being very um, unfair or is it insensitive? I don't even know what word to use, but I, just, I had to leave the hostel. So um, hmm. it was not that time that they were doing this Ikiti State um, scholarship thing. I'm from Ikiti okay. State. Okay. Um, the kind of hustling I did to get that scholarship. Hey, I didn't know that money badly. Like, I, uh, my father was like, ah, why are you stressing yourself? I'm like, <laughs> hey, I need the money, bro. <laughs> hey, you understand? <laughs> I also <laughs> took together money. And when I did, I was able to pay my rent. That lasted me up to um, 300 level. The thing is that I know, I know, I know the financial capacity of my parents. And I'm usually and consciously trying to reduce the financial burden when it comes to me. Mm. Because again, in 300 level, my friend was in Ocean State 7, around Road 7. And when my rent expired, the rent I paid for when it expired, I went to stay with her so that my parents shall not have to pay wow. um, for hostel. In 400 level, yeah, you know, because I mean, most OE students, accommodation issues are usually the problem, it's like a big problem. Yeah. In 400 yeah. level, I begged one of my friends, I don't even know her, Shile Ajala. Yes. Um, yes. Yes, I know. I begged Shile to apply for hostel. It was Shile's hostel I stayed in part four. And then in part five, in part five, I couldn't get hostel again. <laughs> um, oh. I'm so funny in this life. <laughs> I couldn't get hostel again. I had to raise money. It was my money. I can't even remember how I got that money. Wow. But um, I, I had to raise money to buy bed space in school because I really wanted to stay in school. So, I mean, it's not been a bed of races at all, like, at all. Even in 500 level, I had to take a job with Professor Popola to wow. survive, like, literally. Yes. 
so I do not think that anybody. I mean, I'm not trying to under underplay anybody's um, hard work or I anything. But I really, I really, when people when people come up with excuses, I really, I really hate excuses. Do you get? I really hate mm. excuses because, I mean, I I I, I don't think that I don't I don't, I, I don't think that excuses are inevitable. Do you get? I think because, for example, now when it comes to if you want if you want to eat your next meal, are you going to say eh, I cannot stand up and eh, I cannot go and work to get money? I cannot go and you cannot be giving excuses for something that is very very important to you. So if you are giving excuses for something like all the time, it means that you don't consider that thing as important. That's what I think. Because in this life, eh, no no matter how hard it is to get something, if you want to get it, you get it. True. True. Absolute truth. That is true. Wow. Those of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, well, I really enjoyed this one. I, I, I did too. And um, I just have a few questions, right? And, um, and we'll be done. I'm sorry for okay. taking your time. Um, That's fine. So, what is... Um, a normal day of Tommy's in life, you know, during the university. Um, in uni. Yeah. So it depends on what day of the week. But irrespective of what day of the week, what day of the week rather, be sure that there will be a just a little sprinkle of library time. <laughs> wow. I mean, I read every day, like every day. So a normal Monday to Friday, I'll go to classes, then I'll go to the library. Then I'll go to the library. Um, usually, I mean, again, I used to look at my, my calendar or my um, timetable. If I had a lot of time within classes, I would use the library during okay. those times. You know, a lot of people will say that, oh, we have just like two hours. Mm. Let me sit down the faculty basement. And then, no, I don't do that. I go to the library for that, my two hours. And then, come back for the next class. I don't loiter around. Hmm. So, especially if I have like other things to do. If it's church in the evening, I'll go to church. I mean, if if if, if I feel like actually, because most Fridays I don't go because it's prayer meetings and I felt like there were a lot of, I wasn't so comfortable with the prayer meetings, so I usually don't go to prayer meetings. But, I mean, on Saturdays, I would also go to the library and then from the library, because Saturdays, the library is usually open from 8 a.m. to like 4 p.m. So I usually have, um, as in decorating units in fellowship, so I usually have decorate, um, like a meeting every Saturday, yeah, 6 p.m. So for my 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., I go to my hostel, have lunch, and then, you know, it's, it's now fun time. Dig it. I can afford wow. to waste time wow. by then because I mean, I've had like eight hours of reading, so. So for mm-hmm. those who have not read, you know, they, they will just think ah, that, oh, yeah, all you know, on the same level. Was, yeah, you don't think I've been playing around all day, but I mean, last last, everybody's his own, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I can afford this to play around. Go for that, so. So, I can afford to play around, then go to the meetings, play, and then when I go to my hostel, I mean, Saturdays and Sundays were days when I would see, like, a lot of movies, because, again, one thing I do to relax is seeing movies. God, I see other movies actually. Wow. So that that's that's a typical day in my life. But I mean, there is a day a day in my life is not complete without studying. 
to our uni, actually. Wow. Um, okay, last question for you. Um, we are, our target audience is um, basically teenagers and young adults, and you know, they are growing. And um, I think um, one important thing is the habits you build, they form, you know, what kind of person you become as an adult. And so I would, I would like you to just list like five habits that you think is very important for a teenager to develop right now. Mm. Man. Okay, so I think consistency. Okay. The ability to be cons consistent. I don't think, I think that's something I have and I don't think I'll trade it for anything. Mm. Also, um, I think that the ability to um, create a discussion or strike a discussion with anybody. Mm. So conversational skills. Yes, the ability to communicate easily. I mean, some people, they can talk, but they will wait until they're they are told to. I think that that's something that I started doing you know, later, striking conversations with people. But I think it's actually a great one. Okay, okay. Also, um, hmm, I'll say a great relationship with God, to be honest, because, I mean, there are times when, I mean, it sounded all fun now, but, I mean, there were times when I literally broke down to cry. You know, there wow. were times when I didn't get the grades I wanted. There were times wow. when I felt unfairly treated and I cried. I mean, yes. So, but the ability talking to God at those moments were necessary for me to um, get out of, the, of, of what I was feeling and then just pick up myself and work harder. Because I think if there's anything that, that I would say is the secret of, you know, doing so well, in uni was being able to throw myself harder into what I wanted to do and mm. coming out like really victorious out coming really victorious out of it. Because I remember that in my two hundred level. I don't know if you remember in contracts, that contract that everybody filled. Yeah. Yeah. You had, you had the I think maybe maybe the only A or something, right? And the funny is I didn't know it was Mr. Deji who got an A. Funny oh, okay, is I had okay. highest in the test. I had twenty four over thirteen test, okay. but I don't understand how I had a sixty eight in the exam. I had wow. a sixty eight in total, and then I had a B. I went to meet the lecturer, and I'm like, sir, I would really like to check my script. Maybe one question was no math or something, but it's like, why are you checking your script? I mean, I was really hot because I felt like I put in my best wow. into that exam. For, so have you scored a twenty four in the test? Please, it means I wasn't playing. Sure. Sure. So I, I I remember going to White World to cry because I mean it was not like and I think I think that part two was like the worst um year I had that semester was like the worst semester I had to be honest because I was really down I, I got just one just two A's of wasn't it five or six courses we did so talking to God helped me to work at that and the funny thing part three was like a hit back to back like part three was great grade wise. Oh. Yes. So um that and four, I think that um also the ability to say no. Hmm. To Setting things, boundaries. To, to ideas, exactly. Omo. See, there's some things that my friends will not even bring to me because they know that I don't I don't I, I don't I don't do that. Do you get? Yeah. So there's some words my friends will not use on me. I'm very playful when I'm close to you, but my friends know that they will not use the F word around me. I do not like it. And I, I make it clear. 
do you get my friends know that i would not go to a night party with them i mean i'm, I'm not judging anybody but personally i won't do that and so they won't even ask me wow. so the ability to set boundaries the ability to say no I think that is something because again we find ourselves in a world where people want to take advantage of you. Mm. People want to introduce you to things that they know that they're not beneficial to you, but they just want to test you. That's what yeah. they always say, test you. So the ability to say no and stand by it, especially. I mean, it's not just about saying no, you must be ready to even if they wake you up, put a gun to your head, you'd still say no. no. I think no. it's a it's a really great ability. Yes. And um, fifth, ah, I think that um, the ability to be creative. So creative, I did not mean being an artist or something. Okay. I just mean the ability to look for, um, the, the ability to, to devise creative solutions to problems. See, problems don't scare me because I know that I'll find a way around it. Well. So all through, um, you know how I, I've told you about my experience accommodation regarding accommodation in uni and how yeah. I didn't even have to stress my parents so much. I was, I was just sorting it out myself. I mean, I wasn't old in, in, in uni, so you wouldn't even say that, oh, I got the wisdom from age. No. It was just, you know, being creative about, I, I, most of the time I wasn't, but what if my father was not alive? What would I do? Mm. So... I, I solved my own problems myself to the extent that I could. And do you know that even till now, my parents didn't know that I took on that job with Professor Kukwala. They didn't know. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so I, the ability to be creative, to be honest, and it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to do big things to, to regard yourself as creative. No, it means that you are solving your problem in in a not usual manner or not so usual manner. If you get what I'm trying to say. Yes, I do. I do. So that's all my five. Wow. Thank you very much. Um, thank you, everybody, um, for listening. I hope you learned one or two things. Um, I had a great time with Tomisin here, and I, and I believe you did too. Um, thank you, Tomisin, for honoring this invitation and for, you know, particularly you for sharing your story, you know, in a unique way and in a way that, you know, you actually pass down a lot of lessons to, you know, years and i believe that you know somehow somehow god will bless you you know for the amen i'm blessed you too amen. thank you thank you very much all right see you next week bye that was a great session thank you for listening if this has impacted you in any way i'm asking you to do a couple of things the first thing is that you subscribe subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when new episodes come up every weekend gather your friends your family and be a part of this ministry you can subscribe on google podcasts anchor podbean radio public Pocket Cast, spotify breaker and any other platform the second thing i will ask you to do is to share share this with your friends with your parents your teachers students and people around you who may find this helpful this just might be the answer to their prayers the third thing is that you leave your comments in the comment section as this provides us with feedbacks on how helpful this program has been to you if you have any questions 
topics you would like us to address or guests you would like us to bring, please send an email to allthingsthingpodcast at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you. I want you to know that we love you and the best days are ahead of you. See you next week.